Uh, friends, I want to kind of share with you a dilemma, or at least a paradox. And that really comes out of the Commerce Department's uh, Bureau of Economic Analysis report yesterday showing that the United States economy grew at its fastest pace since 1984 last year. But most Americans remain gloomy about the economy, and they blame Biden and the Democrats. Now, the mainstream media blames inflation. Uh, the New York Times declares that, quote, Biden is suffering in the polls as high inflation saps confidence in the economy, even as growth comes in strong. That, my friends, is rubbish. Americans are gloomy about their economic prospects despite the economy's record growth because most Americans have not shared in it. If you really want to understand the national mood, a good place to begin is with the corporation often considered the most socially responsible and progressive in the nation, Starbucks. A Pew survey on where Americans would like to live included the following question. Just for fun, would you prefer to live in a place with more McDonald's or more Starbucks? Among self-described liberals, Starbucks carried the day 46% to 33%. And while McDonald's won among adults 65 and over, Starbucks had a 13% point edge among 18 to 29-year-olds. But here's the thing. Starbucks is not socially responsible. Its brand is built on an edifice of faux progressivism. Starbucks is the nation's first major retailer to backtrack on vaccine or test plans for its workers. Since the Supreme Court's absurd January 13th ruling that struck down the Biden administration's vaccine or test requirement. Starbucks is now telling its 200,000 U.S. employees they no longer have to be fully vaccinated or submit to weekly coronavirus testing. Starbucks calls its workers partners, but they're not real partners. They, they don't share in the profits. Between January and September of last year, Starbucks revenue soared to $20.9 billion compared to $17.3 billion in the same period in 2020. Its president and chief executive officer, Kevin Johnson, raked in $14,665,575 in total compensation. But the current average hourly pay at Starbucks is $14 an hour. $28,000 a year. And Starbucks wants to keep wages in the basement. For years, it's fought ferociously against employee efforts to unionize. Social responsibility, my macchiato. Could it be that Americans are gloomy about their economic prospects, despite the economy's record growth, because they're aware that the super-rich are taking home an ever-larger share of the gains? while most people are getting the crumbs. Might they blame Biden and the Democrats for promising to change this, but after a good start, not delivering? Starbucks' progressive branding has helped itself, uh, helped it sell lots of coffee, yet Starbucks faces a growing dilemma, not 
unlike the dilemma facing Biden and the Democrats. Starbucks' young progressive baristas are no longer willing to tolerate Starbucks' hypocrisy. Since two Starbucks stores voted to unionize in late August, workers in dozens of other Starbucks stores across the country have filed petitions for elections. Look, Starbucks can't have it both ways. Promoting itself as the face of progressive capitalism while treating its workers like shit. Biden and the Democrats may be facing a similar paradox, promising a fundamental change in the power structure of America, while allowing big corporations and the super-rich to continue to enlarge their wealth and power. Biden and the Democrats can't have it both ways either. Maybe it was too much to expect Biden and the Dems to alter a trend that's been growing for four decades. As large corporations have steadily gained bargaining bargaining power, a handful of big firms now dominate most industries, while hourly wage earners have steadily lost it. The share of private sector workers in unions has plummeted from over 30% 40 years ago to 6.1% now. This power shift is directly reflected in the increasing share of economic gains going to the top and decreasing share to everyone else. But it's important for Biden and the Democrats to avoid the trap of Starbucks-like hypocrisy. American workers are not losing ground to inflation. They're losing ground because they continue to lose bargaining power. The economy grew mightily over the past year, but the share going to most American workers continues to shrink. Starbucks workers have had enough corporate hypocrisy. They're beginning to take power back. Is it possible that most Americans will become so fed up with their declining share of the economy's gains that they too decide to take power back? 